right. What's crackalacking? Episode 34, this that podcast with your host, Mike Asamblad. I was going to say, you're the host with the most. I keep saying that, bro, but I'm not Snoop Diggity Dog, dude. I'm not Snoop D-O-double-G. I'm just the guy that wraps stitches and plugs. If anything, I'm against the double G, which is the Gucci belt and the smug movement that has overcome Australia. Zagref, people wearing those stoves, those clothes, the stuff I was going to say in clothes at the same time, stoves. Whatever, you should get on the stove more, bro, and less in the Gucci store. Hanging around with people that have had a windfall of cash somehow, but have a skill set of uh, of a couch, and uh, now they're spending thousands G's on the G's, and then buying G's, and then going to the club thinking they're G's. That's how it goes, bro. That's how my mind works straight out the gates, which is also a G. Just thinking, G forces in speed of thought. You guys can't get like that. That's also a G. Jesus! Yep, that's it. That's how it goes, bro. So this week was pretty cracker. What is it today? It's a Saturday, the 17th of April. We are <clears throat> trudging forward, bro. Fourth month of the year, nearly into the fifth month. We're nearly halfway through, bro. We got, we're, we're one third through at the moment. We've done it. We're, you're gonna, we're, gonna, we're one third, bro. One slash three. We have gone through this year already. And what have we accomplished? A lot. What have you accomplished? I hope something too, bro. I hope you're not just limberly walking through the haze of life, bro, with zero direction, looking forward to each weekend. Now, you should look forward to the weekend to do something productive. I'm here preaching like some, like Jesus on the mountain, bro, handing out fish, bread, strategies, protein bars, this, that. But you shouldn't be looking forward to the weekend to wreck yourself with dim chair and then recover till Thursday afternoon. Hate your life. You can consider whether you even want to be here anymore. And then Friday afternoon, all of a sudden, miraculously, you've come good. On a Friday hour, and you send a group text message out on the WhatsApp. What's on this weekend, boys? What are we doing? Where are we going to spend all the cash that I earn doing something that I can't hack all week and uh, then get back into the exact same spot on Sunday morning? So we don't want to do that. I've been there, done that. So I'm speaking from a place that not holier than thou, bro. I have been in thou shit and now have risen out of thy shit and looking back saying, don't doth do that shit because it's catastrophic and will get you nowhere. But I suppose you need to do doth shit to understand what it smells like. That's what you get. Strategies. Now, when I was younger, I wasn't listening to someone as, say, wise, immaculate, tanned, Audi, should I give him me tips either? I was just like, get out of here, bro. I want to make every mistake that I can. So good luck. Enjoy making your mistakes. And uh, I'm not going to be waiting for you here at the end anyway. I'll be probably a little bit further on, more podcast listeners, maybe updated Audi. Who knows? Maybe even more should I? And hopefully without knee injuries. So this week was pretty crack out, a good weekend, bro. I was just uh, with the family, I wrapped the sale, got one listing, wrapped one sale. The sale was good. I wrapped it to this um, wrestler. He's a BJJ guy, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Doesn't look like him, looks like an accountant geek when he came in there. Little glasses, wife, two kids, 
comes in this day, he goes, I like it, bro. I'm thinking about buying it. I go, bro, do you want to know the truth? I took it off the market yesterday. The sign, that's why there's no sign at the front. You probably didn't even notice that. He goes, I didn't notice it. I go, I took this off the market yesterday. And just as I took the sign down, you messaged me going, is it available? And what do you think I'm going to say? No, of course it's available. I'm ready to rap. I'm like Klingfield. I'm like Glad. I'm like Vlad rap. I'm ready to rap. So he goes, oh, so is the owner still selling? Of course he's selling, bro. Take a seat here on this IKEA furniture right now. Let's talk conditions, strategies. Let's see if we're going to rap. So we did. And we did. Rap. That night. So that was pretty good. Stayed there till 7.30, 8 o'clock. The owner goes, oh, right, man, top price, Vlad. How do you do it, bro? I go, check the channel. Whoa, what do you want me to do? Like say all of this and not charge you extra, give you strategies. No, it doesn't happen. Check the channel, bro. He goes, yeah, I will, bro. He goes, you want a scotch? I go, of course I want a scotch. What do you think? My name is Rick and I don't drink. I don't trust anyone that doesn't drink. I don't drink a lot, but I definitely want one. So he opens the cupboards, this, that. He turns around with a face of embarrassment. He goes, I don't have any scotch. I go, why offer at the start when you don't have anything? I don't ever go, someone comes over my house and I go to, the, to their children, would you guys like a Mars bar? I know there's no Mars bars in my house or Moro bars. So when I look first and I go, oh, there's some Kit Kat that's been there since 2018, I check it at the back, make sure that it's not expired so the kids don't have diarrhea for three days and the guy hates my guts quietly. I check it, there's one month left. It's probably a little bit hard and the chocolate's gone a little bit white. And then I go, would you guys like a Kit Kat? And they go, yeah, 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 go crazy, give them a Kit Kat. They go even more crazy afterwards and basically I shoot myself in the foot by giving children chocolate. So, yeah, he didn't give me a scotch, so we ended up having a beer, had a bit of a laugh. And we said, that's how you wrap it, bro. He goes, bro, I don't know how you pull that rabbit out of a hat. Um, I go, I'll put a strategy out of an Audi, bro. I don't pull a rabbit from nowhere. And basically, as soon as he decided not to sell, there comes the luck where you're going to sell. For three months, you wouldn't listen to me to reduce the price. Maybe it did work. The market caught up to you. Today... Not yet anyway. My brother-in-law is going to come past later on. We might have a crafty or two. A little bit of drush for, bro. That's what we're going to do. I'm going to have a drink with someone. I didn't want to drink one crafty while I did the podcast today. So I'm just sipping on a Mount Franklin, bro. Speaking about my brother-in-law, he, we went to the zoo yesterday. Taronga Zoo, Sydney. It's uh, school holidays. So that's the kind of decision making we're doing at the moment. He's a school teacher. So he's off. And he, um, so my missus prepped me for this. This is what happens when you're married to sisters. You got his missus and my missus are sisters, right? Me and him are budge. Like, that's what you would call each other in our language, like brothers, brother-in-law to married to two sisters, right? And um, we share the same headaches, right? And so, it's, so we've got a bond instantly there, just straight away. I met the bloke, he looked at me, I felt, we felt the same pain, right? So... Now, their sisters, they, they, they look at us as catastrophes anyway, so they share the same pain anyway, but they also share the same ideology, right? It's the man's fault. And we look at each other and we're like, it's our fault. It's the same ideology, right? So he, he, so me and him got to stick together a little bit. My missus, she goes to me last week, babe, do you want to go to a zoo this Friday? Instantly, I just said, no, nah, in my head, right? So in my head, I go, no. Nah. 
Because I know it's Friday, it's time to wrap. If I don't go to work, I might go golf. I might go do a podcast. I'll do some constructive. I'll make some cash or I'll do a DJ, something I want to do, right? She goes, it's going to be great for the kids. I'm seeing a three-year-old, three-and-a-half-year-old daughter and a one-year-old son. They don't give a shit about nothing, right? Let alone some wombat or a quokka. They don't know what that is, right? You see a giraffe, oh, that's very good. Can I buy a toy? So I'm thinking, I'm already thinking ahead. She's like, she's all in in fairy world going, it's going to be the best day on earth. I'm just thinking, I've got to drive, I've got to pack the car, I've got to keep the kids sane, I've got to unpack her, double strollers, one guy strapped to the front of me like some suicide bomber. Um, I've got to drive 40 kilometres into the city, over bridges, under bridges, under tunnels, peak out traffics. I say, I go, no, nah, I don't want to come. And she goes, really? You're going to send me by myself? I go, I'm not sending you anywhere. You're sending yourself. You're Australia Post. You're the package. You're the courier. You're everything. You're the stamp. What I am is the next door neighbour. Just got nothing to do with that. And she goes, she goes, oh, that's unfortunate because your brother-in-law and my sister are coming and, and their son. And I go, wow, that's going to be good. At least you've got company then. And she goes, I can't believe it. And I go, believe it. Like there's been people have landed on the moon. 2,200 people came to my shows. Like I couldn't believe that. I saw it with my own two eyes. I go, Mac. So hard to believe things happen, babe. You know? And she goes, all right, no worries, good. So then the week's going on. I'm having a mad week, went for a surf, caught waves, tubes, saw dolphins, got tanned, made a sale, as I said, not long ago. And then all of a sudden, bang, phone call from my brother-in-law. Budge, how are you, bro? I go, good, good, man, what's happening? Eh? He goes, ah, bring good, bro. School holidays, this, that, with the family, hanging out with the family, you know what it's like. Good, bro. What are you doing uh, Friday? I go, just working, you know? He goes, oh, you got to work. I go, yeah, well, I think I do. And he goes, all right. He goes, do you want to come to the zoo with us? I go, oh, shit. Now I've got to say yes. Because the bloke asked me, I know that he's free-falling, but he doesn't want to go, please don't let me go by myself, bro, because I throw myself in the lion's den, okay? I'll throw myself onto a silverback gorilla. He didn't want to say that to me. But he goes, you thought maybe you want to join us? Like, I'll be mad. And now I'm empathizing, this, that. I go, all right, when are you thinking of going? Like, peak out traffic? He goes, yeah, like, take off nine o'clock, get a coffee, this hit the road. Okay, yeah, <laughs> I'm psyched. He goes, you psyched, bro? I go, yeah, definitely psyched, bro. Can't wait, man. Speaking about getting toys, Angel Grove Toys and Collectibles. Listen, I met Philip Miletus last week. Nice to meet you, Phil. Thanks for coming to the show, bro. I appreciate all the gladiators that support this podcast, all the supporters that support the podcast. I've said it, and I'm going to rant about you guys because I saw him, and I'm always interested in brightening up people's lives and days. That's why I opened up that Power Rangers that you sent me. I gave to my daughter. She's been loving them, bro. Who's got kids that listen to this podcast? A few of you guys. I know there's quite a few, bro, because you hit me up. I listen to a podcast when I'm in the courier driving at 4.30 in the morning, blah, blah, blah. Jump onto Angel Grove, Toys and Collectibles. You got the Power Rangers, Dragon Ball, Digimon, Pokemon, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. A lot of 90s nostalgia, bro. 
Remember the 90s? If anyone that's listening to this was alive then, you'll remember that was the best time. And I'm not one guy that looks back. I'm a forward looker. But at the moment, the world is catastrophic. All right? And I was looking back. I watched that Jordan documentary. I was looking back into the 90s like it was the best time that has ever happened in the world. And it might have been. I don't know. But I know I, I grew up in the 90s. It was pretty mad. It was pretty fun. I loved it. It was dangerous. I used to, I used to have to run from the station to get chased by a bunch of idiots trying to take my Jordan shoes. But doesn't really matter. There's still a lot of good things to it. So Angel Grove Collectibles, obviously Demon Slayer, One Piece, Naruto, My Hero Academia. So they've got anime stuff, which is pretty cool, the Japanese uh, cartoon stuff. That's mad. They're an official Bam Presto partner. Now, look, hit them up. The discount code is Vlad. All right, it's live, and you're going to crack 10% off everything. Yeah. They were established in 2016, and now anyone that wants any anime 90s kind of nostalgia, they've also got Fast and the Furious. They've got good quality stuff on their website, angelgrovecollectibles.com, and then you can go on their Facebook slash Angel Grove Collectibles and Instagram slash Angel Grove Collectibles. Please hit them up, get some nostalgic stuff, get it for your little cousins, your nieces, your sons, your daughters, get it for yourself if you're a bit of a gamer, if you're a little bit of a... You know, like this 90s nostalgia head like I am. Like he gave, Phil sent me up a whole bunch of Ninja Turtles. I'm going to buy some more stuff just because I'm decking out the studio now and I want some stuff that meant something to me as a kid when I was growing up, bro. I didn't have COD on swearing at people's mums. I was watching Ninja Turtles and that's why I've got a little bit more of a normal head. I'm not shooting someone through the brain on COD. It's not happening, all right? So hit up Angel Grove Collectibles. Official Vladiator sponsors. Let's wrap. Crack. Orange Legal Group. Double back-to-back ads. Now, why Why would you do that, Vlad? Why? Because there's four or five people advertising, and I can't do it like that. Just, well, all right. Do a story. Do another one. Do a story. Bro, I'm going to be here for four hours, bro. The missus needs to go left. I need to cook, crunch a beer, go home. Things to wrap, bro. Legal Group. Attention to everyone looking to buy real estate, bro. Now, I'm a real estate agent, Immaculate Agent, as you know, and you know that I've been rapping for many years in the game, hence why I'm the top in the game and people are people are losing it. Um, so Orange Legal Group is a Victorian lawyer slash conveyancer that specializes in property purchasing, selling, anything to do with properties, man. So if you're going to buy anything off the plan, if you're going to buy anything that's here, built and alive, bro, walk up, touch feel the product orange legal group now their lawyers specialize in property law and conveyancing they've got an onboard chartered accountant so they can do all your paperwork if you need to do tax returns this that you've got a couple of investment properties you're a big hitter you got a some type of amg arabic motor group car there's your accountant you got a mortgage broker on site as well to stitch the cash from the bank because you need a plug and these guys, Orange Legal Group, have got the plug on site. They're located in Mooney Ponds in Victoria, but they service the whole of Victoria without having to come into the office. Everything can be done remotely, and we can come to you if required. Free contract reviews. This is a big thing. No solicitors do this stuff. They always will just back bill you afterwards. They're not strategies. Whereas Orange Legal Group, you send it to Kenan, and this guy will just go, yeah, bro, okay, yep. That's a catastrophe. Don't buy that. Or get this one. This is in Mac. Or make sure you rap with Vlad. That's the only person that I'd be buying or selling with. Doesn't matter. Hit up the orangelegalgroup.com.au. So it's 
If you want to email them, property at orangelegalgroup.com.au, orange as in the fruit, and um, www.orangelegalgroup.com.au to check out everything you want. About them, make sure that you guys um, hit them up for any type of purchasing and selling in Victoria, even out of state. Who cares? Hit them up for legal advice. They'll give you a bit of a rundown. He'll speak to you, and if he can help you, he'll help you. Orange Legal Group, support the sponsors that sponsor the podcast. So back to the story. So me, my brother-in-law, sister-in-law, the kids, this, that at the local coffee shop. We get ourselves a coffee. We go, let's go to the zoo. I'm already – I went for a 10K run. So I'm not stupid. I know that I've got to get the endorphins pumping to a uh, an unimaginable level for this level of resistance that's going to be coming my way today. Now, if you guys go, you're out of your mind, do it, but Do it. Let's see. Let's do it, hero. I want to see and call me and go, I did it with two kids under the age of three. That was a one, two, and a three-year-old. That's what we got in the group, okay? I want you to do it mid School holidays, and I want you to do it on a Friday. And I want you to leave just after peak hour, but I definitely want you to come back in peak hour. Let's do it with hungry kids. And then tell me I didn't go for a run beforehand. I didn't lick a river. I just went there like a cowboy, and I had the best day in the world. If anything, you're like that. You're an anomaly, and you need someone to study you so other people can be like that. But I'm, I'm aware of the circumstances. I went there in the morning. The house was chaos. We packed the car, the missus is stressed, I'm stressed, I'm sweating. It's even though it's like autumn weather and it's cool. We're getting to the zoo. It's not bad the way there, bro. I only got asked by my daughter 76 times, how far are we? How long is it going to take and are we there yet? That's it. Dada, where are we going? Zoo. Okay. Are we there yet? Not yet. Obviously, I'm driving 110 down the M5. Okay. How far is it? 27 kilometers left. Do you understand measurement? She goes, yeah. Where are we going again? There's one point where I just go to the missus, don't answer. Don't answer. This is She's having a laugh now. She goes, she's not. She doesn't understand. I go, no, no, no. She understands. She's my, she's my daughter. And I understand. I know what it's like to take the piss. She's just got the genetic predisposition to be like that. So just leave her alone. Just keep staring forward at the Audi window. So we get to the zoo, we walk in, just a half an hour wait to get in, just a half an hour to park the car, that's okay, and then um, half an hour to get to the first animal. So now it's lunchtime, by the time, my daughter's hungry now, my nephew's hungry, and my son's fallen asleep. So I don't know if you guys have been to Toronga Zoo either, but the whole zoo is built on Mount Everest's face, so it's descending from the moment you walk in, straight down a cliff edge so you're walking downhill the whole day okay all the way to the bottom now at the bottom there's a lift like a um, what would you call it a gondola what they have in sweden when you go to the top and you dip melted cheese with bread and stuff in some cabin and skiers use it as well some rich brick from france that opened up a pen company anyway you get down to the bottom and then you catch it up. So, but in order to descend to the bottom, you've got animals, you've got some spiders in a in a glass cabinet, some snakes wrapped around some tree, some koala bear that looks half stoned. A giraffe was the best thing. I love giraffes. They're huge, these things. I can't believe like how nice they look and all of that. Big schlong on one of them, to be honest. He had a pumped up for some reason. 
uh, we was trying to go left on the misses. As soon as we got these, I'm going to show you these guys how these us African animals go now. But he didn't. He was just walking around with this thing dangling around its mid-thigh. And um, and then you go down, the lions, no lions, sorry. Um, just We're just one lion in a grass in the paddock just laying there. I don't know what I was doing. You couldn't see it. No other lions. I'm not sure where they went. So... We just kept going down, down, down. By the time we descended to the bottom, it was about 2.30. And I've looked at each other and I'll go, guys, there's a 400-metre line of people waiting to get onto the gondola to get back up to the top. And we went through the existential crisis of realising that we've gone to the edge of hell and there is no return. Like we either go in and wait which is about an hour away in the drizzling rain as it started, or we go back up the hill and we do it. We sweat hard. I push two kids up the hill and my ego down into my body. That's what I had to do. So I looked at the missus. My sister-in-law goes, let's just wait for the gondola. I go, I'm not waiting for shit. Good luck, guys. We'll catch you back in the area. And my missus goes, hold on. I go, there's no holding on. If anything, I'll, you'd hold on to my the hoodie at the back because I'm going to be ascending up these hills now, bro. And she goes, are you serious? I go, bro, I can foresee the future. I saw what was happening today. It's all gone to plan in my head. Everything I predicted has happened. Call, call me Nostradamus because I've had a huge schnoz and I'm predicting the future like that bloke. So then my missus thinks, she goes, all right, let's walk back up. Everyone started walking back up. By the time I got to the top, I was dripping sweat. And I go to the missus, we got to go to a pub right now with the family. We've got to eat. My little one's starving. My son's starving. I'm starving. My brother-in-law looked at me and he goes, bro, if I don't crunch a beer when I get there, bro. And I go, it's not going to be one. And then just as we were about to leave, we were just about 100 metres from the gate, I see my daughter and my nephew running after a peacock, right? This peacock, if you know animals, they don't give a shit about humans, right? They'll run away, but if you corner them, they'll kick the shit out of you. I'm seeing this peacock, I had a foot on it that looked like an old grandmother from some cellar, and it was all bony, and I was like, if that thing kicks my daughter, it's going to scar her forever, right? So I go, hey, hey, come here, man. Come here, man. Come here, guys. Don't, don't go near the peacock, right? Don't go near the peacock. And then one of the rangers goes, that's okay. That's okay. It's, that's George the peacock, Right? Now, I look next to me, there's a couple of other people, one of the smuggest people I've ever seen in my life. She had the Gucci bag at the front with the two Gs on it, looks like a seat from the Audi, like some black padded thing, some tracksuit that had Gucci all over it on the top and the bottom, and of course, the Gucci running shoes. So she's basically just a billboard for Gucci walking around. She doesn't realize that she's just out there promoting the company so they can get rich and go to Positano and eat pizzas. She's thinking she's cool. Well, she just looks like uh, an advertisement walking around with zero style. So I looked at her and she had her little son start to approach the peacock. And she goes to her son, Matthew, Matthew, come back here, come back here. And he goes, I just want to pat it. And she goes, come back here, Matthew. So he comes back and then she goes, George, to the peacock as he walks away. And she goes, walk away, George, you do you, you do you. Matthew, don't touch the peacock. Let him be him. Ah, oh, looked at the family. I go, we've got to go right now. You know what? If you're better organized, 
you can maybe hit up Bruce, super convenience, and get yourself some snacks. That's what would have got us through the day. Actually, our sponsor, Bruce Super Convenience, out of Canberra, but a massive online store, providing the snacks from America and Europe that you haven't seen in a long time. I saw Captain Crunch on their website today. Who the hell can get Captain Crunch? You can't get it. It's These are cereals that your head will spin because it's, it's back in the 90s, bro. The 90s stuff, the, the, the 2000s stuff, who knows what. Anyway, we had some, some chips from, I think, a Serbian chips actually called Bobby Flips, and my brother-in-law brought them, and we were smashing them, and they're actually amazing, bro. I had some today. My daughter had some. She loved them. So Bruce, super convenience. Seven years ago, they started this store. It was just a convenience store, bro. But when you've got a big brain that thinks out of the, out of the what do you call it? Out of the square, you start to think more like an entrepreneur, like Gary V, bro, Gary Canna V. We need to deploy some soul. We need to action. We need to, what did he call? Execute. That's not an offensive word. But don't worry about him because Dan from Bruce Super Convenience has executed bringing half of the world's snacks into Australia, and he's the main store that you're going to have to get out to get some of the coolest stuff you're going to see. On Instagram, at Bruce Super Convenience. So they're going to set up a code, right? So it's not going to be a standard 5% off, 10% off, this, that. If you mention Vlad, you will get free stuff. So just say you order Captain Crunch and you order a whole box of Reese's Pieces wafers or some M&M Ninja Turtle version, they're going to throw in some free stuff that it's all just going to be random stuff. So you're not going to know, but they'll make you happy. Don't worry. They specialize in American snacks. They've also got the Euro and Asian, and they've got Choc Banani and Euro Creme and stuff like that. Get on there, man, and support Bruce Super Convenience. You need a few snacks. Get them for the kids and give it to them when they've earned it, bro. They've scored a game of soccer. uh, What do you call it? Forget about it. Backtrack it. They've scored a goal at soccer today, and he comes out. He's eight years old. He's pumped up. Throw some chalk bananas at him, bro. People are going to lose it. Bruce, super convenience, bro. Speaking of Gary V, bro. <sighs> bro, I don't know. The internet's out of control. Do you know what? This is what I realized this week. The world used to be hard filtered, all right? It was filtered like a Dunhill Blue, my mate Boschko smokes. So now it, the filter's gone. Now it's just pure tobacco. It's, well, I suppose, purer in a sense, but it also will destroy your throat. And it's also going to, the fumes are going to destroy you quicker. That's for sure. The filter was put there for a process to, for a reason, but it's a process of eliminating shit and filtering it down to the good stuff. And then the filter became corrupted and um, clogged up. And then it became, it tilted towards that tyranny. And that's why you had to get rid of the filter. And then the internet is now we've got Gary V teaching us everything. Before we had Stephen R. Covey and Anthony Robbins, and they had to write several books and go to university, and they had to earn their way for 20 years of doing this. And now you've got a little Russian guy selling wine and selling out theaters everywhere because he said to someone, You need to execute, man. Can you execute? Can you just stop thinking? Can you stop trying to make things better and just execute? What's your problem? Like, oh, your life's not going good? Execute, man. All right? Like, when I was sitting there, fat, wispy hair, 
I got my dad's wine and I executed. I did a video and I executed. I did 7,642 wine reviews and then finally I had 500 followers. Don't worry about getting good at craft, just execute. Do everyone's head in until they have no choice but to watch you because of the YouTube algorithms and you keep uploading so it just continually goes back to you anyway. Don't worry about someone that's actually doing something, proper winemakers, sommeliers, people that have dedicated their life to it, just execute. And that's what we're going to do. We'll filter that shit back at you because we need content, man, because we've got to advertise Kleenex dishes and we've got to advertise AA Mike Insurance. But someone sent me a, a, a Gary Vee thing and I'm watching him, bro, and he's standing on stage in a backwards baseball hat and uh, some New York jersey, I don't know, New York Yankees or New York Wankers or something like that. And he goes, guys, if the world's becoming like the Jetsons, then the people that are going to win are the ones that are like the Flintstones. Do you understand? Because your grandparents were built for the modern age. Because your grandparents were the ones that invented the baker's dozen and gave an extra free bread. Your grandparents were the ones that if someone dies, they're going to bring them a, bit, a, a cake to their house. And then he goes, the killer line, bro, and I had some respect for him. And he goes, can we just deploy some soul? Now, I don't know why he put deploy in there, like he's an army airplane. But he's trying to be cool, this guy. He's nowhere, but... But he goes, can we just deploy some soul? Now, that perked my ears up because I was like, oh, good advice, bro. And then he just buckled it and looked at the camera again and he goes, and scale it. Can we just deploy some soul and scale it? So that just destroyed everything. Deploying soul, soul is not scaling, bro. The moment you start scaling something, you lose its soul. It's gone. There's no intimacy. There's no gen, genuine touch. You, when you're scaling something to that level, all right, thank you for your business in a handwritten note, all right, or thank you for your business to 10,000 people in an email that no one opens up. They put in their junk mail. They don't want to open up. They call you a wanker behind your back because you're trying too hard. Doesn't work, Gary. Hello? Hello? Visual energy? Hello, this is Svet. Visual energy. Back to rap. Continuing strong, the original sponsors, Visual Energy, doing all the signs in the Sydney, Wollongong, Southern Highland area. If you're going to hit up anyone that needs to do signs, you're going to need to call Svetlana at Visual Energy or Daniel D'Astasio, up to you. 20 years in the business, back to rap. I'm going to give you their phone number, bro, because hopefully you'll be able to get Svet to answer. It's 02, you got to put that, if you're out of the area. But if you're in the area, you don't need to put 02, actually, because they service the area. All right. It's 4 T T A six eight six seven. That's 4 T T A six eight six seven. That's visual energy signs. Once I call them virtual energy, and these guys hit me up, they go, bro, we love your podcast, but who the hell is virtual energy? Okay, don't worry about it. Svet will work it out. Digital printing, shop front signage, vehicle graphics, laser cutting light, boxes, stat signage. Sydney, Illawarra, Southern Highlands, I told you, team of sign writers on board, graphic designers, installers on board, all size projects. Go and renovate your shop, bro. Do your gym. Do your house, bro. Put a sign at the front. The, the Gibsons or the, the Markovskis, bro. I've seen some 
people in America now, they're putting neon signs of their own last name in their kitchen. These guys will do a light box for you that says, the Boschkas, the, the Markovsky, bro, right? Or you can put it right next to your Gucci collection. Put it on the wall so people don't, because most people that come over your house, they don't know who you are. So put your last name on and then they can work out who you are. Visual energy signs will do that. Svet's probably not there at the moment, but she's diverted the phone to her mobile, which is at the balcony of the Crown Hotel down at uh, Wollongong. Hello, visual energy. Just sipping on a margarita here on the balcony with my husband. The kids are down at the pool. I can see them from here. I've got one of my nephews down there who's 18 and a half that's just sitting on Instagram and not watching the children while they're in the pool. But lucky there's a lifeguard here at the Crown. How can I help you over here, Visual Energy? And you go, listen, man, I need to redo the front of my sign. I've bought a boxing gym, bro. Like I spent most of my time in the street headbutting people. And then the cops go, if you don't get your act together, we'll throw you in the slammer forever. So I thought I might as well bash people off the streets in the gym. And Svet will go, not a problem. I'm going to send down. Would you like us to design the logos, this, that? Yes. Visual Energy will design the logos, bro. Then they'll throw it up in your shop and they'll give you a discount. You speak to, to Daniel D'Astasio or any of the crew there and they'll look after you, especially if you speak to Svet. Ask for Svet. So this is from Vlad's podcast. We're serious about getting some signs done. She'll hook you up. Hello, Visual Energy. So we're at the zoo. We're about to leave, bro. And... <sighs> I look at this place and I go to my brother-in-law, who the hell would build a zoo on a cliff face? And he goes, I was about saying the same thing to you, bud. You're far out, bro. Like, you got a family, this, that, wouldn't you? He goes, their view's immaculate, but I go, the view is amazing, bro. He goes, who do you reckon owns this, bro? He's acting like he knows. I go, probably the council, bro, Sydney Council, or they own some crown land own this, this is all This is all like governmental stuff. And he goes, they should chip in, bro. The government should chip in. And I go, bro, it is probably the government's land. He goes, no, nah, no, nah, bro, I don't think it is. He goes, I think this is privately owned. And I go, he goes, I think some Chinese businessmen have bought it probably. I go, who knows, bro, maybe. These guys have got stakes in stuff, rich people from around the world, you know, who knows? He goes, yeah, yeah, bro. He goes, oh, actually... You know who it is? And I go, who is it? He goes, it's the Packers, bro. And I go, well, James Packer owns this. He goes, James now, but it wasn't originally from him, you know. I go, who, from Perry Packer? I mean, Kerry Packer. He goes, no, 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 no. You don't know who owned it before, the zoo, out of the Packers? I go, no, 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 who was it, bro? And he just turns around and looked at me, and he goes, it was Kerry's dad. And I go, what's his name? And he goes, Alpaca. 